0: Hi, this is the Messy Progress Podcast, and I'm your host, Adrienne Smith. Thanks for joining me for the show. So I'm rolling solo today, it's just me. Um, We've done this a couple times now, and this is a follow-up episode to episode 15 and episode 18, where I talked about being where you are and looking where you wanna go. So this episode is all about moving into action, on what matters to you most and how to do that. So this episode is going to be a shorty as I want you to use your time to start to move things forward in your life. One thing I've noticed is uh, some of the programs that I've done recently and participated in, there's so much time spent on Zoom calls and commenting and asking questions that like a lot of the, the The work of actually moving forward some of the things in our life was hard for me to access because I spent so much time in the kind of like creation phase, which is important. And I know how important that is for us to do. And I'm actually going to talk about that a little bit today. But today is really about moving into action If you didn't already do the exercises from the first two episodes, so I mentioned episode 15 and episode 18, I strongly encourage you to do them. So it's all about being where you are and looking where you want to go. All the instructions are also listed on our website, powerofyourohm.com forward slash messy progress. So it's really tempting to just get right into action. I am the queen of being in action. And I can, I've been described at times as, um, like a wrecking ball where I just like come in and like things can almost sometimes even just blow up. And I'm trying to get away from that. And, um, trying is again, that's the, where the messy progress is and taking messy action is taking some time to sit with things, to pause, to be where I'm at and to start vision casting where I want to go. And those are two of the steps that I think we overshadow. So again, if you haven't already listened to the episodes, I want you to listen to episode 15 and 18. So the first thing that we did was to see where we are, um, how we're feeling and showing up in different areas of our lives. One area for me that I've had some sticky spots are, or I should say many areas that I've had for me are my sleep, my connections and relationships, And my patience. And as I shared in the last episode, I knew something was up. And I've spent the last year pretty much hitting pause on a lot of things and doing some inner work to look at what's really going on with me. And one of the spots that came up as a place that I keep avoiding is nutrition. And so that's one of the the areas that I've put on this list. Um, One of them was fitness, nutrition and hydration, sleep, ability to be still, stuff and possessions connections adaptability blind spots patience and downtime and so I can do the fitness thing I decent sleeper mine is having a child I can be still I don't have a problem um, resting my body I don't have a problem meditating I don't necessarily do it all the time um, like I mentioned connections is a sticky spot I feel like I've been pretty adaptable going through this whole covid situation and owning probably the worst business to have when you're going through a pandemic. Um, Blind spots, I love asking people for for feedback. Sometimes it can be awkward to receive it and um, get better at, let's say for me, listening is a a place where I know it's a blind spot, but I also need to ask people, like, am I getting better at that? Um, Patience, I'm a pretty... I would say previously I'd be a pretty impatient person, and recently I've had some solid patience, like waiting on hold to sort out some issues, and then downtime. Um, I'm pretty good at having downtime, but I also notice that when I'm feeling super anxious, I want to fill. Every second with something like I'm picking things up off the floor, I'm cleaning something up, I'm fixing something, adjusting something, taking my dog for a walk. Like there's just not a lot of just kind of going back to that being still stuff. But what I mentioned was the area where I keep avoiding is nutrition. Overall, I would say I eat really well in comparison to the average American diet, but I just haven't felt fully alive. So instead of guessing, I decided to reach out to a friend who focuses she focuses on functional health um, from the inside out. And I'll actually have her on a later episode. So I wanted to look at the whole me. And what started with a conversation that her and I had in December with seeing where I was, which was lacking vitality, turned into a vision for myself to create this year as a year of healing. So I did a bunch of lab tests and I couldn't wait for the results. I just wanted to move into action. Like, just tell me what I'm doing wrong. I had to time one of the tests to be specific with the timing of my cycle. And so it took a minute for me to get the full view. And after getting one of the tests back, so I did a blood test to find out like any food sensitivities was one of them. I found out that I have a lot of random food sensitivities. One of them is watermelon, not supposed to eat it. Because it causes me to have a mediator release response, which means I'm having um, an increase in my white blood cell count, da 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 da. Again, I'll have my friend on the show so she can explain that stuff more. Odd, but I got the results, understood them, and started to put this new way into action. And that was just two weeks ago. I'm already starting to notice a difference. Just today, I got all the labs back and then hit purchase on all the supplements that I need to take. <laughs> And tomorrow, I'll head to the grocery store to buy all the nutrition-filled organic foods that are going to make me feel more vibrant. So my point is this. This process didn't happen overnight. It happened because I took some time to pause and really look around inside of me at what was going on. And what's magical is that I, as I paused and I didn't jump right into action, I started to see places and people that could support me in my healing journey. And they keep showing up. I'm really excited that I didn't rush it. And for the next three months, I'll be adjusting my diet to help me heal. There's some things that I love that, as I spoke with my friend, she's like, I really think you should cut this out. And I was like, ugh. One of them is coffee. Not because coffee's bad, but for me right now, it's not helping me heal my body from the inside out. And so I asked, of course, can I have decaf coffee? And she was like, well, I'd rather have you put something else in. And so again, this sometimes when we start to look at these places that we want to have a change in, we're not always going to like what we see. And we're the governors of our own life. So we get to choose what we want to change, what we want to fix, what we want to heal, what we want to work on and what we don't. This isn't a quick fix. And I know that quick fixes can be super sexy. They don't last. Um, So as you jump into these areas of your life, which I mentioned before, so the areas are fitness, nutrition, and hydration, sleep, ability to be still, stuff and possessions, connections, adaptability, blind spots, patience, and downtime. Don't rush the process look at all these areas. And what I want you to do is if you did the exercises before is to pick out of these five or of these 10, actually five that excite you to work on. If you're an overachiever, do all 10, but I assure you that after you see what you might have to do for each one of these, you might scale yourself back. Make sure that you're committed to work on these. So what I was talking about before of like, I was a keep, I've been avoiding like the nutrition work because I just honestly just like we're doing, we're in a pandemic. I'm, you know, I can play the victim card here and say like, again, I'm running the worst business ever during a pandemic as a yoga studio because we still can't be inside. We're probably going to be socially distancing for like the rest of eternity. And um, anyway, there's nothing I could do about that. And there's certain things that I can do something about. And the nutrition part, is, was the part where I'm like, well, I don't want to give up coffee and I don't want to give up wine, but I also want to feel better. I want my joints to feel better. I want to feel more alive in the middle of the afternoon when I usually feel like taking a nap and eating chocolate and having coffee. And so that was the area for me where I, I really like, if this was my thing that I was doing, I would circle that. I would circle the nutrition part for me because I'm, I'm committed to doing that. Maybe not so committed in different other areas, like ability to be still. Part of me is just like, I don't care that much. So I'd cross it off. Not that it's not important, but if I know what I'm really going to get committed to, like you want to look at that. The other area is fitness. So earlier this year, maybe last year, actually, um, I'd signed up for a half Ironman and my husband's going to race it. A ton of people are going to race it. And I just like, I'm I'm back and forth on whether I really want to do it or not. I want to do it because everyone's going and everyone's doing it, but I actually don't care that much about doing a triathlon anymore. It's, it feels like a season of my life that has kind of passed and I don't feel like spending all the time and the discipline and the commitment. And so fitness to me looks really different than it used to look. And what I'm getting okay with is that that is actually okay. And so fitness for me can be something that I circle. And I'm going to take you through a little bit of an exercise that kind of goes a year out from now and then scales back is that sometimes when we start writing these things down, we realize like maybe that's not what I really want. Maybe it's something someone else wants, but it's not what I want. So again, I want you to pick five of these areas that excite you. And if you do all 10 of them, like do this exercise and then commit to really look at and work on the things that you know that you will work on. You different than someone else. Doing too much at one time can cause us to just self-combust and then move nothing into action and feel horrible about ourselves. So that's why I want you to be realistic. Okay, so now for each of these categories, if you picked five, if you picked 10, start with one. And what I want you to write down is this, one year from now, I will. So you'll start at the top. You'll write something like, let's say you're going to pick fitness, put fitness, and you write down one year from now, I will, and you write down a specific goal that you will achieve one year from now. So right now I'm recording this and it's February 4th. So February 4th, 2022, I will, and you fill in the blank. Maybe you have one, maybe you have two, maybe you have three things that you will do in the fitness realm one year from now or have done. Next, under that, you'll draw a line and you'll write six months from now, I will. And so, if one year from now your goal is, I'll just use my example, to do a half Ironman triathlon, six months from now, what will you have done? Will you have done an Olympic distance triathlon? Will you um, have hired a coach? Will you have just done some base training? Like, what will you have done six months from now so that one year from now you can actually achieve that goal? And then you just keep scaling back. So, starts with one year from now, do the thing, draw a line. Six months from now, write it down, draw a line. Under that, three months from now, I will write it down, draw a line. One month from now, I will draw a line. Two weeks from now, I will. And then one week from now, I will. And you put it down. And then you start to work towards your one-year vision for yourself. And it starts with moving into action today. So what can you do as you put these things down one week from now? Again, let's just use this half Ironman triathlon as an example. If you want to do one a year from now, what are you going to do this week to work towards that goal? And it might actually start to commingle with some of the other things on this list, like hydration. Maybe you'll start drinking more water. Maybe you'll start um, paying attention to the things that you're putting in your body because you realize that one of your goals along with this is that you want to lose a couple pounds so that you're lighter. You don't have to work so hard when you're running or biking. These are just examples. But it takes looking at these long-term, again, being where you are. Where are you right now? How fast are you running if this is your fitness situation? Looking where you want to go. Do you have a specific goal? Is it just to complete this thing? Is it to have a certain specific time? And then if you don't know how to get there, maybe one of the things that's on your list is to hire a coach. Asking for help can be one of the most rewarding and time-saving things that you do for your entire life. All right. After you've got these all written down, we move into action. The work is taking the area of fitness and getting fit in whatever definition that is to you from being a concept into planning mode and executing. So When you look at this one week from now, two weeks from now, one month from now, three months from now, six months from now, one year from now, if you're not excited about it, you're not going to do it. You're going to fall apart. I'm just going to be honest. You're going to fall apart at some point on this journey towards that one year goal. So you might have to wipe the whole thing out and write down a new thing that's one year from now. Be excited about it. Be committed to it. And then use this checklist, use this actual um, timeline for every single one of the things that's on your list of these 10 areas of your life. When you write down this timeline, write down, it's really important to write down what you will have completed by these dates. Starting a year out is a good balance between a short-term and a long-term goal. So let's say... I was talking with a friend today and I asked like, what do you consider a a short-term versus long-term? And he's like, I think short-term is anything that's like six to nine months. Long-term is anything that's longer than that. So, you know, it's seeing a year from now can be scary that like, oh my God, I'm going to have this thing done a year from now. But when you take it off and you into bite-sized chunks, it makes it a lot more realistic and attainable and um, exciting To be able to start to put into action, write down what you will do and don't worry about how you will do it. When you write down that longer term, like one year, six months from now, that's what the shorter term timelines are for. Now, if you did this for all of the 10 categories, good for you. (laughs) Circle the ones that you, again, I keep going back to this, circle the ones that you really are gonna make happen starting now. So if you have 10 different things on your list that you have to get accomplished in in the next week and you look at this and it starts to overwhelm you, you're not going to start anywhere. So be realistic with yourself. Be realistic with how much time you have in your life. What do you have margins for in your life? How much in order to achieve the goals that you have? My husband's a triathlon coach and he's going to be on, I mentioned it, I think in the last episode, he's going to be a guest on this podcast soon. And it takes, we talk about some things a lot is like someone might have a goal of running a certain time, but it takes a lot for the body to adapt to different speeds. And so again, we have to be realistic. This is a magical process, really truly is, if you take it on and you do it. And if you want 2021 to be your year of living, your biggest, boldest year yet, it's going to take saying no to some things so that you can say yes to others. So on that, in our next episode, I'll talk about setting boundaries and saying no and how saying no can actually propel you forward with more power and freedom than if you say yes to everything. Make sure to check out the show notes on our website, powerofyourown.com forward slash messy progress for details on this exercise. And just make sure, have fun, take yourself lightly and really truly do what lights up your soul and that you know you're gonna commit to. Until next time, have an incredible week.